Hey, this is Austin. And I'm Dustin. And we're with Monday's Mona Lisa, and you are listening to Spinning Thoughts. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 70 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you, and I just want to thank you right here, right now, at the very beginning. I want to thank everybody for all the love and all the friendship that we've been getting here at Spinning Thoughts. And of course, with all the bands that we've been having on, I mean, episode 70, that's a it's a big number. We started this in October of 2016, so we're still young. Uh, but we've met a lot of cool people, and I just want to thank everybody for the support up front. Now, episode 70 is really special to me. I, I've had a lot of fans. Uh, these last couple episodes, actually, a lot of fans have been on me about getting certain bands on here. Uh, Skyward Story was one of those bands that people for about two months, maybe even three, were like, get them on. Uh, I guess they didn't change their name until two months ago. But anyways, you get the point. So this is another band for episode 70 that people have been telling me to get on. I'm stoked to have them so everybody please help me in welcoming we've got austin and dustin from monday's mona lisa dudes what's up how's it going man i'm doing really really great um where are you guys at right now where are you from uh right now we are in our hometown in the beautiful uh coco beach florida area oh okay nice. yeah man it's sunny and uh, a little breezy and uh, we can hear the waves crashing from our porch so i can't hear them that's not fair Oh man, it's the dream. This is, <laughs> the spring breakers come every now and then, and, and and they experience it for a little while. But we get it all year round. So, dude, that's got to be <laughs> awesome. Do you ever get sick of like the that lifestyle or the beach? I mean, I don't know. Can, can you? Yeah, no, for sure. It, it's pretty stagnant. Like, with the exception of like the one one month of the year when all the people are coming to party, it's a retirement community. No and way. There's no, there's no nightlife. There's nothing. So are we we are we have fun by going on the road and playing shows. There you go. I, I don't yeah. blame you. I, I actually out. I never knew that about Cocoa Beach though. For some reason I always felt like it was kinda of like a party place. Yeah, no, it's it's a party place like for, you know, a month out of the year. There's a lot of you know, there's a lot of places that are relatively happening every, you know, on a weekly basis because yeah. it is a town and there's people that are doing that, but it's not like Miami or Key West. Yeah, yeah. So, um, guys, uh, obviously, you mentioned that for fun you do some touring, and we're going to be talking about some possible touring coming up here uh, this summer. But before we dive into that, I want to start off with something that all the fans on Spinning Thoughts, and me, of course, uh, always want to know first. So we're going to kick this off. From what I understand, and, and this would be really amazing news, the band might be releasing a new... Uh, EP or album here soon. What can you guys tell me about that? Yeah, well, we've been uh, we spent the entire like last year up and uh, back and forth from Nashville to uh, write songs and uh, and get a record recorded. And uh, we have a uh, we are we're gonna actually go ahead. This is the first time that we're announcing it publicly. Ooh, but on spinning think, thoughts, people. Yeah, man. So I think people already are, are getting a hint from the the little bits of pieces of information that we've dropped, but uh, we're not gonna we, we're not gonna tell a date yet. But we do have a new EP coming this summer uh, titled "Wait Forever," um, almost ironically because people have been waiting forever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we're super excited about it. We it's definitely the strongest music that we've ever created, and and we're really proud of it. So just in case. Um, people miss what you just said because I'm sure there's a lot of people screaming at the top of their lungs as they're hearing that. Um, let's <laughs> let's just say it one more time that for the first time you're hearing it on Spinning Thoughts that Monday's Mona Lisa is dropping a new EP titled Wait Forever and uh, I guess a date's going to be announced somewhat soon, right? Yeah, the date is going to be is going to be coming out pretty soon. We're uh we're we're going to, you know, just tease a little bit until we get there. You but, got to. Um, you got to. Yeah. For sure. Now, 
you guys, you mentioned that, you know, it was a nicely titled EP because it's been a little while since the last release. So you guys released All Covered Up in November of 2016. That was all covers? Yes, that was all covers. So it's been almost two years since we've done an original record. Gotcha. Yep. So about two years for an original uh, EP. Um, and I think that this is crazy, crazy exciting. And I'm so glad that you're saying it on Spinning Thoughts. I didn't know that this was going to happen. So surprise. Um, yeah, See, we don't even tell you. It's, it's, <laughs> Seriously, it's everybody listening, I had no fucking clue. So, I mean, it's great. Um, yeah, to be honest, we didn't know till we said it either. It was, <laughs> we don't play stuff. That's the magic of um, online radio. Nothing can be leaked. Exactly, exactly. Uh, now, how excited are you guys, though, for this to drop? You've had a lot going on. As you mentioned, in November 2016, you had all covered up, drop all covers. Um, there's a single that released recently. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. All good stuff, but how pumped are you about this EP? Oh, we're super pumped. We are, like, I mean, we've been, we, we listen to the mixes back at least once a week and are just like, are we sure this is our band? Are we sure? <laughs> That's awesome. How long have you had them, The uh, like the mixes? Uh, we've got, I mean, we've been listening to versions of them probably since around November because the way we timed it, we released um, All Covered Up around the same time that we were finishing up the recording of the uh, of this EP. So um, while that was happening, we were secretly in the studio working on this and finishing it up. So every couple weeks since then, we've been just listening to just new versions of the songs, getting them just right. And uh, and finally, we've got these, these final versions now that we've had for probably about a month. All right. Have you shown them to anybody? Like who's in your inner circle that may have heard some of these uh, that we can try to leverage and blackmail to get some insight on. Oh yeah, well we've got you know we definitely some family friends and stuff like that, like family members of all the band. But um, in particular, we've shown our main uh, like OG street team girl Abby. Oh okay. Um, who everybody knows her on on Twitter as the uh, MML Updates founder, and uh, and yeah, we've sent her. Uh, is she from Pittsburgh? Yes, she is from Pittsburgh. My home base. There we go. Pittsburgh represents Abby. I like yeah. it. So she so she got to hear this stuff though. Yeah, not all of it. We've sent her we've sent her like I think one or two songs. Um, but uh but yeah, we we, 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 we give her gifts. She she works her butt off for us, so we tease her a little bit and, and let her uh have pieces. That's awesome. I think we gave her every piece of you like four months before we even released it. Oh really? Yeah. We that was we just ran I think it was like her birthday or something and we just sent her the mix and we were like hey what's up <laughs> i like that i think that's great you guys definitely have a great relationship with your fans and we are talking about that dynamic a little bit later in this episode what i want to know is where you mentioned nashville is where you went to record where was it recorded and who had involvement on this ep all right so we recorded it with our uh, our good friend matt carey we actually recorded it in his home studio um and uh, he is also the live sound production manager over at Skyville Live in oh, Nashville. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, and so we met him because uh, a lot of the songs that we uh, we wrote um, for this EP were written at Bandwagon Red Music Publishing in Nashville. And, and uh, they happened to be right across the street from Skyville Live. So we met Matt, and uh, and he actually produced All Covered Up with us. And that's how we, uh, we got to, to you know, know that we wanted him for this original EP. And uh, and so we worked with Matt, and we recorded the drums with uh, Left Plus Right Studios in Nashville. Very cool. Now, how long were were you in Nashville, or did you go back and forth like on multiple trips? It was definitely multiple trips for writing. Um, Wyatt and I spent um, several months consistently there, um, writing just nonstop every single day of the week, um, and then you know on the weekends going out and meet, meeting people and setting up new rights. And, but uh, yeah, so we, the writing process took most of the year, and then when we set up the recording, we went up there for about two weeks and uh, and grinded it out. Now, I don't know if you can say this or not, but I'm going to ask: How many tracks are going to be on this EP? There's five, five nice. of our favorite. Yes, that's that's a that's a hearty EP, you know. Some go yeah, with three, we four. But we we're saving one. Oh, you are. Yeah. Okay. We're down the line. Okay, so there's like a kind of like a sixth member of the CP that's not going to make a, an entrance right away. 
Yeah, that's actually kind of the way we do we do things because we did a, a, every piece of you at the same time is all covered up and we just held on to it for a really long time. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. I dig it. That's a it's yeah, a good way it, to it do also, it. Yeah, you know, for us it helps us also see the progression a little bit better because we'll 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 have one song that will from the last thing and we'll get to see how it fits in with all of the new stuff. You know, and it, it, it's a good way to analyze it. Yeah, and it also creates, like, a nice bridge, so there's no, like, it, it's just kind of like a seamless, like, growth and development of the band. You know what I mean? For sure. And also, we're, we we don't want to get trapped in another situation where when we uh, we released our first EP, you know, we were just, I, I, we were, a couple of us were still in high school. Actually, I was yeah. the only one that was out of high school. And, um, and so, it was, you know, it was an amateur effort for sure. <laughs> but it was definitely what started our van. Yeah. Uh, not to say our engineer, Mark Razzle, from shout out to uh, the Zone Productions here in our hometown of Melbourne, Florida. Like they like he worked his butt off with us for ages and gave us uh, a great sounding record for for the level of, you know, playing that we were at at yeah. that point. And uh, but, you know, we were. um Just super excited to. uh have gotten to this point with this with this new record um the difference is astronomical really i can't wait to hear it it's really exciting news uh and and like i mentioned we're going to talk more about your fans here in a little bit and how they can play a role in this amazing uh future for monday's mona lisa but i'm sure everybody's super excited to hear that there is something new coming very 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 soon we did talk about this uh latest um track that you dropped uh, in May, I believe, every piece of you. Now, yes. the, you mentioned um, you mentioned that your approach is that basically you wrote this song when you were writing or finishing up, all covered up. Um, so this song, every piece of you, is not going to be a song then on this upcoming EP. No, it's not. It's okay. uh, so yeah, five actually, fresh tracks. Yes, five brand new tracks. There is one um, song on the ep from a while back actually every piece of you is years old it's probably five years five years old at this point wow um so fans that have been seeing us live uh know know that every piece of you from just seeing from you know being at shows and and it never being released until now um and then there's another song on the new ep that's the same way it's an old song that we played live a couple of times and uh and so really hardcore fans are going to know it but it's going to be fresh to everybody else I love that. I think that's great. Um, how do you come to find, obviously, you must have like a arsenal of songs, right, to use live and then to also that you may have written and never played live, whatever the case may be. How do you come up with which one to you? Like, for example, Every Piece of You, why that song? If that's been a song you've had for five years, why did you choose to record that one to kind of drop uh, in May to almost, you know, Filled the appetite of fans until this EP drops here in the summertime. Well, you know, the every piece of you has kind of been a song for our band that in particular, you know, I wrote that song when I was 17 years old. Um, so I was uh, a junior in high school, I think, when I wrote every piece of you. And that song has consistently like maintained like its strength throughout the career of our band. And, uh, you know, as our band progressed, the, the the formation of the song has changed into what it is now. And we've always seen fans from our live shows back when we used to play four hour bar sets to to just bring it on tour. You know, people always like that song. And so that was for whatever reason, that was kind of like a gem of our early songwriting career. And uh, and so it, it's it's survivability thus far has been pretty cool. Yeah. And we knew that uh, we needed to get that on record for our fans so that they had a solid version of it. I dig it. Makes sense to me. So guys, what we're going to do right now is we're going to play every piece of you, the latest, I'm going to call it a single from Monday's Mona Lisa. Uh, you guys cool with me playing that for everybody? Heck yeah, man. Let's do it. All right, everybody. So please enjoy again. It's every piece of you from Monday's Mona Lisa. Like you planned it 
So you just finished listening to Every Piece of You, the latest single from Monday's Mona Lisa. Now, um, before I, I ask this question, I just want to let everybody know that in the little break there, um, you know, I was just checking in with Austin and Dustin, making sure Dustin was still with us. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Dustin, say hello to everybody. Hey, what's up? <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying my best. You know, they're <laughs> brothers, everybody. So I'm trying to, like, you know, figure out who's saying what at times. Um and uh, I, I felt like Dustin just wasn't participating. I'm being told he's an afternoon napper. So this is like we're cutting into his nap time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I basically sleep from like, I don't know, I would say three to seven. Yeah, but you wake up at like the crack of dawn. That's true. Why? Why? Is that just the six, way your seven. clock works or what? He's a hippie, dude. No, I <laughs> I just naturally wake up. Like that, that that's what happens when you when you eat nothing but grass. You you tend to do the things that cows do and wake up when the sun comes up so that you can graze. That's a, you know what? That's a good point. Is he a vegetarian or something? 
No, he just eats a lot more vegetables than me, which is easy. You don't eat any vegetables. Yeah, that. <laughs> so he could eat one and still eat more than you because you yes. don't like them at yeah. all. If he eats zucchini, I tell him that he's eating the food that my food eats. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. You know what, Dustin? You keep being healthy, okay? You don't listen to your brother. That, that's called peer pressure, okay? We don't. <laughs> one of us has had multiple trips to the hospital, and one of us eats vegetables. So we'll... <laughs> Sounds like Dustin's up now, everybody. So um, now we just finished listening to every piece of you. Uh, is there anything else about this song that fans may not already know? I actually think that you dropped some cool information on it already. I think it was awesome that you said you sent that song over to Abby. Is it like uh, the like the leader of like the street teams and all that almost? Um, well, she, we wouldn't necessarily say she's the leader because, you know, we have the way we're, we're, and this is actually a good time to talk about this. We're, we're, we're helping launch all of the new street teams for Monday's Mona Lisa for fans that want to get involved with the awesome. release of the new EP, Wait Forever, that's coming out soon. So, um, Abby, who's been doing this on her own accord for the past, like, three years now, maybe a little longer. Wow. She, she's got seniority and experience. Yeah. So she's <laughs> She's kind of like the guide, and and so we know her at a personal level at this point. Like when we uh when we tour in Pittsburgh, you know, if we can't get a hotel, we've we've stayed with her family. Yeah. So, you know, we're in direct contact with her. So she is a 100% accurate source of information cool. for everyone else. So she does a really great job of of spreading the word for us. And so we, you know, she's kind of like helping people get their individual teams on the move basically so and i'm glad you brought this up because i definitely i had this as a talking point for a little bit later on but it doesn't matter to talk about it right now so um i've seen these um like these graphics and this marketing on your social media which is really great i mean you you, you see street teams all over the place and i love them i actually love the idea it's something i've considered for the show uh at some point um, but you guys are going to a different level with making sure that everybody knows that they have the opportunity to get involved, how to do it. Uh, and your fans are just very engaging in general. Um, so how many like street teams would you say you have set up right now? Give me like an idea of like where you're at and then where you want to be. Is that um, possible? Yeah, well, let's see right now we have, I can just, I have a list of the ones that we have started. So we have Melbourne, Florida, um, which means we also need Melbourne, Australia guys. So if you're out there, <laughs> uh, Nashville, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Columbus, Ohio, nice. uh, Detroit, Michigan, San Antonio, Texas. We have Monterey, Mexico, and Mexico City. Wow. Um, yeah, and uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, and uh, and an Amsterdam team as well. No way! That's awesome. And uh, basically, you know, we, we've, we've reached out and we've talked to fans as far away as Argentina and, and Russia and stuff before. And, you know, one thing that like our band has always been about is like the fans are the reason that we have a good time. And, and, I, and I know a lot of bands stress this because it's true, but the fans are the whole reason that the bands get to do everything and anything. Yeah. And and it's they're also the best way for the band to continue to succeed. So it, it, it only makes sense to include them. And as much as we possibly can, um, just and also it's more fun for us. We get to meet more people and 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 have a more creative dynamic. I think it's fantastic. I I love the idea. I like the way you guys are approaching it. You've got some good markets already, but that these are just people from these areas that are what reaching out to you, or are you targeting like you said, San Antonio, Me Mexico City? I'm assuming the, these are fans that are reaching out to you. Are there any? areas that like your you really markets you really want to target that listeners right now of course i'm sure you'll take them from anywhere but are there any markets that you're really looking to hit for street teams oh yeah absolutely definitely out west you know california colorado washington yeah uh, um you know that the whole you know west coast united states arizona new mexico even uh we have never gotten out west you know and uh dustin took a little vacation to la one time but uh, but aside from that, none of us have seen the uh, the West Coast, you know, and we've we've toured the East Coast and uh, we're working on doing some more East Coast stuff here soon. So uh, if there's anybody out there, you know, West Coast that wants to get involved with spreading the word in your area, we would love to have you can reach out to us on social media. 
um, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. We will, we will, uh, we will, you know, get you set up. Now, real quick, Dustin, when you went out to LA, was that really tough on you and your sleeping schedule? Considering it's already a little strange as it as it is, and in, in the time zone difference, how did that work? Yeah, no, it was awful. <laughs> I, I spent a lot of the time sleeping. I would get up at like two p.m., but I would go to sleep at like six a.m. It was really messed up because there was a lot that I that I wanted to do. But you missed out so much because of your sleep. I like sleep. Yeah. Jeez. No, and then I, I I did. I took multiple naps. Um, <laughs> like, during the day too. Like I would go to sleep at four and wake up. At what six. a waste of a vacation! <laughs> <laughs> I got to nap in L.A. So. <laughs> that Fair. was one one expensive nap. I'll tell you what. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Now, before we leave the topic of the street teams, which again, I think is a great idea. I encourage everybody listening. If if you're new to Monday's Mona Lisa and you're liking what you're hearing, you just listen to uh, every piece of you. If you like what you hear, reach out to them, get involved. It's a great, great thing to do for bands. It helps them more than you could ever imagine. I, I can't remember the band I was talking to recently. Maybe maybe it was Skyward Story. I think um, they they were saying that the best thing that a fan could do for them right now is go on to Spotify and take their song "Hey" their their single. It was Skyward, and to put it on a playlist. And 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 I like that because in this internet ses- sensation, this like two second like retweet kind of life we live, things get lost so quickly. They get they just get moved down the timeline. This is something that gets you super involved, that doesn't go away, that keeps you um, like super close the whole time. I love that. Now, um, guys, what I want you to tell me is beyond this really helping a band uh, more than, again, anyone can imagine, what incentive does a fan have to get involved with something like this for you? Well, for one, like it's we directly communicate um, with our street teams as often as as we can, you know. So, um, like I mean, obviously, I mentioned before that that uh, Abby and the MML updates, which is kind of like the global street team. Um, she uh, she definitely gets a lot of info straight from us. But whenever there's like like for example, a lot of times we'll try to have organized street team meetings to make sure that you know promo materials are given across all platforms at once. And so whenever those meetings are organized, we'll as a band drop in at, at you know at the end of the meeting and just thank everybody, say hi, talk to them. On top of that, um, you know, street teams, uh, leaders and members are gonna get like incentives like free merch and, and VI- free VIP hangouts and stuff like that when we tour to their cities. Um, basically it's the number one best way to make sure that you're gonna like be hanging out with us and in, 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 in direct communication with us. No doubt. Because our street team members are like, a, they're, they're a little bit more than just your regular, you know, fan to us. You know, they're, they're kind of an extension of the band and crew in a sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't agree more. I think it's awesome. And again, I encourage everybody to consider um, joining up with Monday's Mona Lisa, get a street team in your city, in your area, spread the word. I think it's amazing. Now, Obviously, street teams help um, getting the band to different cities on tours, right? So, I mean, if you say you're in like a city that isn't the most, um, what's the best way of saying this? Maybe it's just a market that doesn't get hit often with shows. Um, You know, it's a great way. If you get a street team going there and you build a nice big fan base, uh, then that probably increases the chances of uh, MML getting out your way uh, and you seeing them live in concert amongst many many other things but guys let's talk about the idea of touring um and again street teams helping with that i'm hearing through the grapevine that there might be a tour coming up very soon what can you tell me about this we've got something like that going on (laughs) we've got a handful of shows that we're okay we're going to be announcing a couple of shows nothing major okay but we're, we're we're dipping our feet back into the into the uh the touring market now that we've got some new music coming out and, uh, and we're announcing those dates Monday, this upcoming Monday. And uh, what day of the week is Monday? It's got to be the 26th. Is that right? Um, I think so. I don't know. I'm bad with calendars. Let's get a calendar up here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I need the date. 26th. 
You nailed it. Nice. All right, cool. Um, so Monday, June the 26th, we're going to be getting an announcement from Monday's Mona Lisa about an upcoming string of shows. I'll call it a tour, and it probably will be considered that. Now, can you say what other bands might be joining you on this, or, or is that waiting for the announcement? No, I think we can go ahead and say that we're uh, we're going to be doing these shows with a band called Before the Streetlights, who okay. uh, we've come to be pretty good friends with. And uh, and a cool, cool dynamic here. Uh, the two singers in that band also happen to be brothers, which I think is kind of <laughs> dope. That so, is awesome. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's fun. Um, actually, another one of our fans, Shannon, put us in touch with, uh, with Before the Streetlights when they were talking about uh, wanting to put together some shows and they reached out to us and uh and we and we set some stuff up and uh and yeah we're gonna be talking about that it's gonna be you know releasing all the the promo materials and announcing it on uh, on monday like we said so but until then that's that's all we can give then the name of the tour i think is super clever but that's gonna have to wait till monday okay all right you know i'm not a very patient person guys so you're testing me here but i'm gonna do my best to play along and be okay with this waiting game, all right? Um, <laughs> Monday, June the 26th is going to be a great day. Looking forward to hearing more about it. Now, just more generally then, speaking about like hitting the road or touring in general, what's the best part of that for you guys? I I've come to learn that from talking to now 70, basically 70 different bands for this show, um, I've come to learn that everybody really kind of enjoys different parts of touring. What are you guys looking forward to the most besides napping in between the dates, Dustin? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think the biggest one being the fact that like anybody that's spent more than just spring break in Brevard County, uh, they can attest to the coolest thing about touring is leaving Brevard County. <laughs> that's why we enjoy uh, calling Nashville our second home because we'll yeah. spend a lot of time throughout the year there and it's a great vacation. It, it makes us come back and appreciate the beach, actually. Yeah, I bet. Okay. Now, but uh, just, yeah, meeting new people also, though, you know, um, we communicate with so many people online constantly. And, and you know, putting a face to the uh, the at name is always, a, is always a lot of fun. Oh, I bet. And it's got to be kind of confusing, I'm sure, too, because you're so used to seeing, you know, the Twitter handle and all that kind of stuff. And you always want to try to put a face to the name and, and all that. And, yeah, you get profile pictures. But it's always amazing to meet uh, people in person and really connect that way. Now, have you guys ever had, like, any touring fails or anything in the past? Like, anything that, like, you've grown from or learned from or just something shitty that's happened? Um, absolutely with our, um, with our shows, like we've, uh, when we first, you know, started touring, you know, we started realizing that the bands that we were on the road with were playing at a much higher level than us, which only made us better musicians. And, right. and one of the things was, just, was something as simple as gear updates, like going into, going to in-ears and click tracks and then eventually adding yeah. back and these things to just make what you, what the audience hears better um the, you know we had a lot of shows where when we first started using just a click track where something would get messed up on the computer and all of a sudden we'd have to like you know restart a song or something and that's embarrassing yeah 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 but that sucks you know stuff like that <laughs> um, but you know we we're also not the type of dudes that take ourselves overly seriously right so usually I'll just blame it on Wyatt our drummer and be like oh Wyatt must have opened the computer something that's so classic because you know the drummer really is it's cliche but they're the backbeat to you know the whole band so yeah if anything screws up at all even if it like the electricity goes out you could just be like ah oh, son of a bitch why it what the hell you know yeah <laughs> that's exactly how it works i mean but you know it makes it worse because it, when they're they're trying to concentrate on actually playing the drums and being the beat but the drummers are always the guys unless you have a dedicated sound guy they're always the guys that get stuck with the computer to turn on the click track. <laughs> and God forbid they like knock the computer stand with a drumstick or yeah, something and yeah. completely mess up the set. Like it is a lot of pressure. Uh, so Wyatt's not here with us right now, but you know, shout out to you, dude, because you know, you put up with a lot of shit. Wyatt, we love you, man. And it is not easy <laughs> being that guy in the band. So kudos to you. Now, oh yeah. How does the band prep for a tour? Do you guys like have like a certain like strict like practicing schedule. I mean, it seems like you guys do a lot, if not most of like all of this yourselves. Like you guys are really, really like uh, 
involved with every process of the band, which I think makes sense because your fans are super involved. It, it all just is kind of synonymous, I think, with one another. But uh, how do you guys prep for a string of shows like this? Um, well, first thing we do is make sure that we have all of our gear plugged in the right way. <laughs> because <laughs> we have run into that issue multiple times. But uh, no, real honestly, we just like you know I, when i say that like i think the secret to our success is is taking it only as seriously as it has to be taken to be real yeah you know what i mean Good like there, obviously there there are times when you have to be this is a business this is you know this is our career and we need yeah. to take things really seriously but if you do that all the time it stops being fun like the reason i play music is because i do not like working traditionally it's not fun <laughs> it's like i don't like the, the strictness and if my band were to become that it would, it would, you know, it wouldn't be as fun. So, right. you know, we just, we do it casually, but professionally, if that makes sense. It does. It makes sense to me. Now, um, beyond the gear and essentials in that arena, what kind of stuff is a must to bring on tour? What, what can't you uh, leave dude, without? I bring uh, a laptop loaded with movies and video games. Yeah. Okay. I I've oh, been yeah. like looking to find somebody, a, a band that's about to go on tour or that does tour, uh, that that brings like a Nintendo Switch with them. I got a Nintendo Switch not too long ago. I'm a little bit into the gaming world, and uh, I feel like it's like the perfect thing for like a touring band. You guys don't get into Nintendo Switch. Well, honestly, we just can't afford a so Nintendo bad. Switch. Like. <laughs> Like, you know, when you're a band, you don't, you know, you don't budget for that. Like, you, you know, don't sure budget. <laughs> yeah. I do know that they're not, they're not currently playing together. They're on hiatus, but some friends of ours from, uh, from, you know, Pennsylvania, take a breath with, they would tour with uh, their guitar player, Ryan would, uh, I'm pretty sure have an Xbox hooked up to a computer monitor nice. in their van. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be I me. Think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Nah, that'd yeah, be no. me. I've definitely like one time we rented a van that had a PlayStation in it, and we uh we we uh we rented like Star Wars Battlefront Two, like yeah. the original PlayStation version, and like a couple of different games, like the Lord of the Rings, you know, PlayStation games. Yep. And we tore that up that whole trip. Oh, I bet. I mean, that's got to kill some time on a on a trip. Like I could only imagine. Like I, yeah. that's what I would be doing. It, but you know, it is what it is. Some people like to. You know, write songs. Some people like to watch Netflix. You, you got to find a way to kill the time while you're on the road. Um, oh, yeah. Now, we talked earlier in this episode, the band released in November of 2016, um, All Covered Up, which is an EP of covers. So, obviously, the band must appreciate the, the, the art. And I think it is an art, and I think that covers are great. It shows a great amount of respect. Some of the, my, my favorite bands in the world are from the 60s and 70s. The Beatles, all they did was cover. You know, Led Zeppelin was considered basically, you know, a blues cover band um, just because everything they they did, like, pulled from the genre so much. You guys do yeah. covers. I dig it a lot. Do you incorporate those into your live sets at all? Yes, actually, the uh, one thing that we're, we're focusing on for this run of shows is that the the only songs that we're playing live are going to be the new record and and all covered up because nice. you know the, we haven't done any shows since either of those were released and and so in it, it the, the whole the whole live set for for this run of shows is going to be all covered up and afterwards and so we're we're de we're really excited to play those live and uh yeah because it it is a good tribute to the artists that that do it and um no our doubt. favorite thing is uh you know I have this quote right and it's my favorite quote ever. It's from John Mayer when he did uh, the VH1 Storytellers. There was this one like underrated moment where you know you expect it to be John Mayer's like traditional rambling because he does that sometimes. Uh, but he, he this was so profound to me. He says, "It's my failure to sound like my heroes that has allowed me to sound like myself." Wow. Like and like th that is like my my favorite saying, my favorite quote that I've ever heard in my life. And everything down to my songwriting is inspired by that. You know, sometimes I'll hear a song and be like, I, you know, I just need to create my version of that. And, uh, and so when we do, when we do things like all covered up, it's really just an attempt to be like, what would this sound like if our band had done the record? I love that. I've, I'm a big John Mayer fan. Um, 
and it's weird like my taste in music have a large span of time in between it i love the 60s and 70s i'm a vinyl head um what's that i said for sure i was agreeing with you like i love one of my favorite records is rumors by fleetwood mac yes dude Uh, no doubt no doubt um all those i mean my my one of my favorite artists of all time is Lou Reed from the underground, uh, the Velvet Underground, and um, I mean Jim Morrison from the Doors is like my my personal idol. Love that guy. Just fun fact. Okay, he's from our hometown. He he went to Melbourne High School, which is about twenty minutes from where we are right now. Dude, you're right, man. Ah, that's so cool. I just love Jim Morrison. Like to me, um, like. I, I can't. I gotta start remembering the bands that I talked to. I, they all just jumble together. I, I just talked to a band that toured with the Struts recently. I can't remember who that was. I just talked to them, but I was saying that the Struts kind of um, encompass like this coolness. You know, like when you see the Struts, they just look fuck like they look like rock and roll. And Jim Morrison <laughs> yeah. just kind of encapsulates that to me too. Like he is just the coolest dude in the world. Um, so anyways, I'm going off on this tangent to tell you that I like the sixties and seventies, but then I, I definitely get into, you know, this like newer era of music and, um, it's just really incredible. Um, all this, the covering and paying respect to everybody, you gotta love it. Now, um, there, there is one more topic that I really want to talk about with you guys that I think is brilliant, just absolutely brilliant on this topic of touring and um, being out on the road and meeting fans and being out there, I'm under the impression that you guys are going to have this cool new way to, to give away some free merch. Yes. Can we talk about that? Yeah, sure. So we have our, our friend Kevin is going to be joining us on the road now as our main like merch handler. Right. And he is, we're trying to incorporate, we got the idea funny enough, from um like i'm i'm pretty sure it was the justin bieber documentary where <laughs> where like no i know this is right where like where like uh i think scooter braun or one of the people on on the crew just goes around and like gets fans into the front row and gives them like just cool shit and and so you know i was like that is so dope like that's exactly like what we're about and so we figured kevin would make a perfect uh guy to do that because he's you know he's he honestly he's a tall pretty dude <laughs> and, and he's just the he's the perfect guy. Yeah. So he's gonna be walking around with with special goodies. And so if you and one thing that we we've done on tour before is we tweet out a code word. Um, and anybody that comes to the merch booth and says the code word gets a goodie. And so now Kevin is gonna be in charge of the uh the code word. And if and if you want to follow Kevin, his his Twitter is uh, at Kev, like K-E-V underscore M-M-L. So just like our handles, but Kev. So, but yeah, so he's going to be walking around and kind of delivering goodies to the populace, like a Monday's Mona Lisa Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> and it's all going to be coming out of a swagged out leather backpack. Dude, I, I think that's awesome. I actually, as I was looking on the socials before talking to you guys today, I think I saw somebody, I don't know if it was the band or a fan, uh, post a picture of this like really slick looking leather backpack. Is that what we're talking about here? Oh yeah, that was probably Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that he just got that in, and he's gonna get a couple of dope updates to it to uh to make it even more <laughs> legit. I think it's great. Um, what kind of stuff do you think fans can expect to get um out of this magical backpack? Well, if they if they find Kevin, like if we're not on the property of the venue, right? They're gonna um they're gonna get something that we would traditionally sell at the merch table. We'll probably give them a ticket to come back to the merch booth and get anything that they want. Um, if you if you find Kevin like at a venue, or you just come up and say the code word, or, or you know you're just trying to get one of the the free goodies, that thing will be stocked with everything from you know our old leftover T-shirts that were you know going to be discontinued that haven't been sold yet yeah to uh uh you know uh the first the first record buttons stickers wristbands bracelets all kinds of anything i i just love your guys's approach to everything that you're doing and you know i i've been talking to a lot of people on social media about you guys that the the fans are the ones that got 
Monday's Mona Lisa in my radar to to be on the show and um, I I just appreciate everybody's uh, passion and love for the band and for music uh, so this is just great the way you guys approach your fans uh, through social media street teams merch everything I mean you guys are just doing it the right way where where does this come from and 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 to kind of wrap things up why is this so important to you all um well i know for you know dustin and i grew up you know in in a household where like it wasn't necessarily a musical household where people played music but my mom was always very she always listened to music and we grew up listening to music like constantly um and and you know like when we were you know five to eight years old you know my mom would play songs on the radio and make us, you know, say, okay, well, what kind of feeling does this song, you know, invoke? You wow, know, and just make awesome. analyze the music. Um, and then when I was uh, in 2009, when I was 14 years old, Dustin and I's cousin Robert um, was killed in Afghanistan. He was a U.S. Army Ranger, and uh, and he was killed in a fight with the Taliban in Afghanistan. And that kind of like changed everything for me. Like I started like writing music almost immediately afterwards because I'd never experienced a loss like that before. Yeah. Cause my family's very close. Like our cut, like I know all my first, second, third cousins, um, you know, we would do family reunions very regularly. Uh, so like this was a, this was somebody that I knew very, very, very well and loved very much that was all of a sudden not existing anymore. Uh, and that was the first time that that had ever happened to me. Um, and so I started writing songs um like within the week of his funeral right um and so that kind of translated to dustin and i playing music together and uh and and then playing a couple of local shows and then as i got a little older i started to me for to me personally i can't speak for my brother or wyatt but for me personally um robert's dream his entire life was to be an army ranger when there's pictures of him when he was five years old in camouflage yeah and so he lived his entire existence to live his dream. And then a continuation of that is him, you know, he died to make sure that I would always be able to live my dreams. Yep. And so I would be dishonoring his sacrifice if I didn't pursue this to its 100% fullest. That's uh, one of the most beautiful things I've heard in 70 episodes of Spinning Thoughts. <laughs> I'm not kidding, you. man. I really appreciate that kind of insight because um, – you know, this kind of stuff I can't write questions for. You know, I don't I don't know this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I really appreciate that insight. And um, I, I'm so sorry to hear about the loss. But, you, you know, thank you. you're welcome. But you're right. You know, um, it's an honorable the most honorable thing to do is to, I think, fight and serve for your country. And um, the fact that you have the ability to do what you're doing and you're you're affecting so many people too, you know, all your fans, and 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 it's a release for them to listen and go see you guys and be part of these street teams. I got a lot of respect for you guys. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. We appreciate you having us on today, man. Absolutely. So with that, uh, Austin and Dustin, I want to just give you the floor uh, to to add anything I may have missed, or is there anything else you'd like to say to your fans before we go? We just want to say that we would love to see everybody on the, the shows that we're going to be going out on soon. Um, we hope that, oh, actually, huge news also. Uh, we're going to be selling the new record, the new EP, on the tour before oh. it actually comes out. Oh, that now that's a juicy little thing to know. So you're saying that on Monday, June the 26th, you're announcing the details of this tour. And on this tour you will be selling physical copies of the new EP, which you just dropped the name for today, titled yes. Wait Forever. Yes, the Wait Forever EP will be exclusively for pre-sale in physical format at the shows that we're going to be announcing on Monday the 26th. Mm, God, that's about as juicy as a zucchini, isn't it, Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> what other vegetables do you like? Not zucchini. Not zucchini. <laughs> you don't even like zucchini? No. Um, <laughs> actually, that's one of the few that I don't like. That's so weird. It's you know why my Stevie mentioned zucchini earlier because he was trying. He was like, my oh, friend no. came over and lectured me about vegetables. You today. don't even know your own brother, Austin. Come on. I know. I was well. You know the thing is, is it's like I can't keep track of all of the grass that he eats. Like. <laughs> 
Uh, that is, uh, that's just so fantastic. But no guys, um, I think it's phenomenal that, um, you just announced, uh, really three big takeaways here. So let me say this before I let you guys go, uh, brand new EP, uh, titled wait forever. It was announced here on spinning thoughts for the first time. It's going to be available on an upcoming tour in a physical copy. The announcement for that tour is on Monday, June the 26th. And again, that third announcement is, is that this EP will be available for purchase before anybody else can get it. Uh, yes. So this is going to be amazing. Austin and Dustin, I want to thank you so much for being here for episode 70 of Spinning Thoughts. Hang on tight. Don't hang up. We're going to talk off the air, but thank you for being here. Absolutely. Hey, thank you for having us. Anytime, man. Dustin, go get some sleep, okay? <laughs> I will. <laughs> Once again, I want to thank Austin and Dustin from Monday's Mona Lisa for being with me here for episode 70 of Spinning Thoughts. Now, this episode turned out to be even greater than what I expected it to be. The guys announced here on Spinning Thoughts for the first time that they have a brand new EP dropping very soon and that its title is Wait Forever. They're announcing a small string of shows on Monday, June the 26th which is going to be fantastic. And there's just so much more to expect from these guys here in the near future. While you're checking out Monday's Mona Lisa, make sure you're checking us out on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. We're also on Facebook and SoundCloud. We'd love for you to follow us on every social media that you can and share it with some friends. You can subscribe to the show for free on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and more. Our website is www.thespinningthoughts.com. We will be... On Adobe Radio from here on out, our premiere episodes will air every Thursday at midnight, so Wednesday going into Thursday. Those episodes will become available to stream on all platforms the next day, and every episode that we do throughout the week will be available on Adobe and every other platform available. I want to thank you all for the love and the support, the friendship that you give me. This family that we started together is getting bigger and bigger, and I just love it so much. So please, everybody, remember to share music and spread love. I can give you anything I'll make the whole world shine. What's he got on me? And the skills on the guitar, baby. Ain't the hair that makes girls scream. What's he